Every year I know we gonna go hard. We been that team ever since Bart Starr. All my cheese heads go pack go. Ain't show with no mercy, cutting no slack, no. I ain't the best sport and I'll even wish you good luck. Only thing I will Good evening, good evening, everyone. Welcome to Lombardi's Legends on Draft Night 2023. We are here live. Uh, we've got uh, round one going, just humming along here. Looks like the Bears are on the clock here with pick 10. And uh, joining me, as always, this evening is Dane. We're, we're trying something new here. We're live on our uh, Instagram as well as Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube Live. So, folks, thanks so much for jumping on here. We're going to get instant reaction when the Packers pick, but definitely want to get some thoughts here as well as far as who the Packers might take uh, with their first overall pick. So um, we are going to go ahead and uh, I've got Dane here joining here on the Insta. Um, so Dane, go ahead, man. What are, what are your thoughts here tonight? Um, I know it's always exciting when it's draft night. Yeah. How's it going, buddy? Um, what's up, everyone? Happy uh, NFL draft night, Packer draft night. Good to see everybody. Um, live on here. Um, I'm feeling good. I, I think that, um, this is going to be, uh, it's a pretty important draft for the Green Bay Packers, right? I mean, this is a draft where, um, it's the first time in a long time that we don't have a uh, established starter at the quarterback position. Um, so what route does Goody and company go? Is this something where the Packers determine that they want to add talent around, uh, Jordan Love on the offensive side of the ball? Do they stay tried and true to what they've done the last few years, which is, you know, go defense and continue to add on that end? I mean, it, it remains to be seen where we go here, but, um, I know a lot of Packer fans are chomping at the bit for, uh, for, um, a young man from Ohio State at wide receiver. Um, there's, there's, you know, there's a lot of talent that's going to be on the board here at 13 for the Packers. So looking forward to, um, watching this thing play out here right now. Um, Wags, how are you feeling? And Hey, everybody, uh, that that's watching, following along on Insta or Facebook or Twitter, or YouTube or everything like, so how are y'all feeling? Uh, dude, I gotta say, you know, wouldn't it be interesting if after the Aaron Rodgers trade is finalized, Packers uh turn around and take a skill position player in the first round. I, I mean, that would just, I don't know. It seems kind of right. I, I, I nothing against Rogers, but it just seems like that could be something that could happen tonight. We'll definitely see. It looks like the bears just selected uh offensive tackle Darnell Wright from Tennessee. So another offensive tackle off the board. Um, that's certainly a position that the Packers could be looking at as well. Wouldn't be as sexy, but uh, certainly with uh, David Bakhtiari and, and the injuries that he's had the last couple of years and a big contract, uh, certainly uh, they they reworked his deal uh, this year. So expect him to be with the Packers at least one more year, but wouldn't be a shocker if Packers go offensive line here early. Uh, the tackle position is, is looks really good in this draft. Got two of them off the board, but still got a couple of guys uh, that are projected to go pretty early into the middle of this first round here. So, um, uh, Dane, I, I know that there are a lot of needs. You mentioned several of them. Uh, but uh, one thing I've learned over the years with the Packers is don't try to uh, overthink the draft process because they're bound to surprise us uh, in, in a number of ways in most, in most cases. 
Yeah, no doubt about it, man. Um, and it's a nice selection from the Bears. I hate to admit it, but, um, Wright's a nice offensive tackle, uh, for them. I, I read some scouting, uh, reports on Wright though. Um, and I just not trying to be the bitter Packer fan, although I'm pretty good at that sometimes as well. But, um, there's a number of anonymous scouts out there that talked about his work ethic. Um, and talk about how great of an athlete he was, how great of a football player he was, big time games showed, played ball, but against some other talent, maybe wasn't, um, didn't have the passion or the drive for the game. Um, and that actually made me nervous, um, when I kept seeing him, uh, falling to the Packers in the mock draft. So don't get me wrong. He's a really talented young man, but, um, you know, it, it remains to be seen what happens, uh, in Chicago there. I get why they're drafting him. Um, but, um, you know what? I, I think that really our focus tonight is going to be um, on this Packers team. Mentioned some of the the holes I think on the roster. This is a roster I don't think we're one player away, right? I think this is a Packers team um, that we're looking for a bit of a youth movement over the next uh, couple of years. And one thing, Wags, um, you know, there's talk about the tight end group. There's talk about wide receiver. Um, talk about everything across the board. Something that I think we really need to keep an eye on as Packers fans is how expensive the wide receiver market on the open market has come. Uh, nowadays, wide receivers make crazy money and they, and they, they earn it. Um, but wide receiver, I remember when we were kids, it took a few years for wide receivers seemingly to make an impact, uh, in NFL offenses. And then, you know, they weren't quite as expensive as they once were. Nowadays, receivers and we could go down a laundry list of guys that have just balled out instantly um in the in their rookie year so i i wouldn't be against the packers going wide out here early and i normally don't say that we've had a lot of success in the second round at wide receiver but one of the big reasons why i think wide receiver could be a really key position for the Packers tonight is not only, you know, there is a need there and not only is um, if you hit on a wide out here early tonight, do they kind of help solidify that roster spot for the next couple of years with some of the other young talent we already have in green Bay, but also um, it's not like we're sitting there going out and signing guys in free agency for inexpensive deals. You break the bank to add a, a moderate wide receiver in today's NFL. So I think for all of those reasons, if at 13, the young man from Ohio state's there, I think you just kind of have to go for it and, and, you know, and throw caution in the wind and, and do something you haven't done in a minute. Yeah. I mean, you've set it up to happen, but now um, I wouldn't be shocked if the Titans uh, select a JSN here with their pick, but we'll, we'll definitely see. They could be going quarterback as well. Uh, the, the thing is, Dane is if JSN isn't there at 13, it doesn't look like, uh, the rest of the wide receivers that are projected to go in the first round um, are necessarily going to be top 15 picks. Now, that doesn't mean the Packers may not have a guy that they really like um, uh, that's aside from JSN and that wide receiver group that they'd feel comfortable taking at 13. Uh, but it will be interesting to see if that does happen and he's off the board. If that's who the Packers were targeting, do they trade down at that point? Um, or do they go with an offensive tackle? Um do they take one of those tight ends? I, I think the point that you were making, tight end is not a position that the Packers would take lightly. Uh, obviously, clearly, they're looking to potentially upgrade tight end room. But do you want to invest in a tight end in round one? Um, as, to your point, wide receiver is not quite the same as getting a quarterback on a wide receiver. I'm sorry, a quarterback on a rookie's 
salary scale uh, and the advantage that can have for teams. But with the way that these wide receivers are getting paid right now, uh, it's getting close to that. It's not not quite the same, but it's a huge advantage. Packers already have a couple young uh, wide receivers on the roster, um, so why, why not p- put another chip in the table? They lost to Alan Lazard, uh, get some more speed and, and another dynamic threat for their young uh, quarterback in Jordan Love. Uh, that seems like that could potentially make a lot of sense, but uh, if JSN's gone, I, I don't know if uh, the Packers are, are going to be uh, comfortable uh, taking a wide receiver at 13. They might move or, or go with another position. But um, I think edge is another position to definitely look at. Um, I, I, I know that there maybe isn't the premium talent at the edge position that we've seen in past years. Uh, Packers could definitely use another guy. Um, Rashawn Gary locked in. Preston Smith probably nearing the end of his tenure uh, with the Packers realistically. I, I know they extended him, but um, they need more depth at that position too. Uh, so if they can get a guy like Luke Van Ness um, from Iowa, another big guy, just can uh, play all three downs uh, on the defensive line from the edge position. Uh, that would be an interesting fit. Um, certainly, if the Packers are looking like uh, they want to try to upgrade that position as well, another premium position that costs a lot of money on the open market. So uh, just certainly lots of, as you said earlier, lots of different ways this could go. But um I, I think either way, um, I'll be interested to see which direction Packers are going to go. It looks like the Titans pick is in here, but it has not been announced yet. So should get that here in the next few seconds. But, um, Dane, I think you're looking at some chat questions. Any any questions you want to queue up from any of our social feeds here? Hey, Wags, I'm actually – and I'm actually um, sharing some of this stuff as well. So I've been busted um, as I, as I'm doing some of this. So we'll have to go through and look, uh, at some of the, uh, the chat questions. I know we've got a ton of them here. Um, uh, you know, that, that have kind of popped up here, but Wags, I've got a question for you. Another tackle just cutting in here. Peter Skaronsky, the, uh, the tackle from Northwestern. No gets kidding. Selected by the Titans. So, um, so there was, there was four tackles, uh, so, that were kind of, uh, considered to be top 15 picks. Three of them are gone. Um, we're not quite, to the Packers being next up on the board here, but um, they might not even have the option of a tackle at 13 if this pace keeps up. Uh, certainly, uh, we'll see what, what happens wow. next. But, Dane, I didn't mean to in- interrupt. Um, you were about to ask a question or queue up some questions that we had from the chat. Yeah, I mean, I, and I'm looking at some of the chat questions here, and, you know, I'm seeing a lot of folks uh, talking about Mayer, the tight end from um from Notre Dame, big number 87 wags. Um, he looks like Gronk. I don't know if he plays like Gronk. I haven't watched a ton of Notre Dame football, um, but um, just kind of a fascinating guy. I don't know if he's a 13 guy there, but could you foresee the Packers trading back and still maybe um, getting Mayers, uh, you know, relatively shortly thereafter? Because that's, um, you mentioned there's a possibility of the team trading back. If there's somebody there in that 13 range and somebody wants to jump, it might not cost as much as folks think if it's only a couple trade back Packers could still add another young pick um, and still get maybe the guy that they're targeting because the tight end group for the Packers um, while it's not necessarily your premier um, selection in the top 15 historically in the NFL. If we're talking purely from a need perspective, um, realistically, we have Josiah DeGuara, 
who is not a traditional inline tight end. We have Tyler Davis, who's been a special team standout. Um, but that's kind of what you have as two guys that have NFL experience. And we have a, top, a couple other guys, um, Nick and Austin, um, a couple other um, tight ends that are going to come into camp. But realistically, this is a Packers team that is is really looking for an every down tight end that can play inline, that can help move the chains. And, and I'll tell you what, we're so used to Aaron Rodgers using the sidelines, but traditionally a lot of quarterbacks especially more inexperienced quarterbacks like a Jordan Love love to have a security blanket over in the middle of the field that catches a lot of footballs Mayers from Notre Dame I know catches a ton of footballs over the middle has really really good hands we don't have Robert Tunyon anymore it would not be the worst thing in the world if the Packers could trade back and still land somebody that we can rely on over the middle of the field to help move the chains yeah, what if uh, they trade back with the Jets back to fifteen and pick up another one of the Jets picks here? <laughs> I mean, uh, that would be that would be just fine with me. But uh, yeah, I agree, Dane. I, I, you know, I won't be upset if we take uh, Kincaid or, or Meyer at thirteen at tight end. But I just feel like they could get better value. That that's just me, and and I'd love to get one of those guys, but wouldn't mind if they. Uh, pick up an extra selection by trading down and um, and one of those guys falls into their laps uh, by going a little bit later here whether that's moving down two three or five spots uh, but uh, certainly I think uh, things are, are falling in here it looks like uh, the Lions selected uh, the running back uh, from Alabama uh, Gibbs so um, the Packers uh, I have an opportunity here potentially um, with uh, JSN still on the board. So, uh, Dane, we're going to be next up to pick here uh, with the Lions getting their selection in and going running back. How about that? I can't though? believe two, they went running back. I can't two, believe they just went running back, Wags. Yeah, two running backs in the top 12. That's, I mean, talented players. Uh, nothing against those guys. Uh, trust me, but uh, that's surprising. The, the Lions have they been very disciplined in how they've drafted, but they've got five picks in the top 55. So they're, they're probably looking at it like they're going to be able to upgrade their roster across lots of different position groups, no matter what. Um, so they must feel like this is the best player left uh, available. And so they went and grabbed them. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's aggressive. No doubt about that. But, um, not that, not necessarily the, the spot I'd be wanting to take a running back either, Dan. I, my jaw kind of hit the floor, um, seeing the, the second running back selection there. I mean, they just spent some money, uh, on the, the Bears running back to bring in free agency. They had Jamal Williams. They let Jamal Williams leave in free agency to the Saints. Um, go ahead, Wags. Are, is the pick coming in? No, I, I'm getting I'm just, jittery. I'm starting to get the anxiety. Everybody in our chat just saying JSN, JSN. And how many JSN, times over yeah. the years have we set ourselves up? That we've got the guy that we want, all the fans want, falls to us, and then the Packers go and take like a defensive tackle or something that everybody thought was going to be an early second round pick that they grade really high on their board. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm not trying to jinx us here, Dane. I'm just getting some of that very, very pre-selection anxiety because it feels like it's too good to be true. And oftentimes when it comes to draft night with the Packers, it usually is. So please talk me off that ledge as we get nearer to the selection. I don't know if I can, um, <laughs> because if I'm being totally honest, we have lived this for years and years. I mean, it wouldn't even surprise me if the Packers take a different 
wide receiver than JSN because that seems so on brand with what the Green Bay Packers have done over the years in the draft. But at this point, Wags, I'm getting caught up in it a little bit as well. JSN season, baby. Let's bring the young man in, pair him with with Christian Watson, with Romeo Dobbs, with Samari Torre, Jeff Cotton Jr., Bo Melton. Bring them all in and let's ball out because, I mean, that makes the offense, that makes Jordan Love's job just slightly easier, right, when you have another premier wide receiver on the roster. Come on. Let's do it, Goody. Hopefully, uh, Goody doesn't want to draft another quarterback in the first round because don't uh, even don't even say that. I'm just trying to get all the bad juju out of the way in front ahead of time. I don't want to be let down uh, when when this pick comes in, Dane. So I'm trying to speak it out of existence and not into existence right now. Anybody but Graham Harrell. I know he's not. uh, I know he's not uh, actually uh, available. Um, So so Packers are on the clock right now. Folks, drop some lines in the chat. Um, who do you all want to see the Packers take? Do you have any specific players? Do you have any uh, specific positions? Um, I mean, this uh, I can't remember the last time we drafted at 13. This is pretty high up. I hope we don't get used to drafting in the top 15. Um, I hope that next year we're drafting really late, except for a first-round pick early from the Jets. Um, but um, I, who do you all want? I, I, I just I got to think wide receivers the play here for the Packers or some kind of weapon for Jordan Love. I, I I normally love going defense, Wags, but let's go offense. Let's give Jordan some help. Keep an eye on Broderick Jones. He's the last offensive tackle um, that was kind of in that group uh, that was slated to go here in that mid to uh, uh, later mid of the first round. So if he's someone the Packers have really high on the board, uh, still a possibility, I think, of offensive tackle. But, um, Dane, there's some, uh, there's a multitude of uh, most of the edge guys are, are, are kind of considered to be consensus picks starting around the 15 to 25 range. So if the Packers have an eye on an edge guy, uh, unless they have one that really pops out to them here at 13, uh, that's another potential reason why they could be considering trading down. But uh, according to what I'm watching, the pick is in. Packers are still on the board. So it doesn't look like a trade has happened at this point. So the Packers could indeed we go. be making their pick here at 13. Um, and uh, as soon as we get back from commercial break, hopefully we've oh got the commissioner gosh. coming up to the podium for the Packers pick. But uh, Dane, um, any other uh, items in the chat? I, I want to hear what... Everyone else out there is is chatting about and saying I'm having a hard time multitasking here, but it's JSN uh, Wags. It's, it's all it's JSN, all, all JSN all the time. All right, yeah, it's any, all any, JSN, man. Any other nervous uh, anxiety uh, things that people had to get off their chest, like I did, uh, or I, any other predictions that are out there? I mean, I'm going to put it out there. Would it totally surprise you if the Packers, if they did go a different wide receiver? I know he doesn't fit the prototype, but somebody like a Zay Flowers from Boston College, he's another guy that's been talked about shorter, but he's more of a slot guy. So just and Dane, it looks like, uh, looks like the pick is in and it might indeed, indeed be edge, uh, Lucas Van Ness out of Iowa. Wow. So, uh, okay. so it, we, we wasn't sure if that was someone the Packers would have rated highly on the board, but I think that makes a ton of sense. Dane, yes. uh, a premium position might be the best or one of the best edge guys in the draft. I know the kid, uh, out of Texas tech did go in the top 10, uh, but, uh, Van Ness is just huge. Awesome. Uh, play, all, play all three downs. And I think the Packers, 
fans and, and, and the organization should be really excited to add another premium potential player uh, at a premium position. So um, I think Dane, I, I, you know, I, I know that this isn't a guy that you necessarily project uh, to come in and get you know, 12 to 15 sacks every year, but um, certainly I think he can be a big upgrade uh, along the edge and along the defensive line as a whole. We've got a lot of young talent that are playing uh, along the line and have their hands in the dirt as well. Absolutely, Wags. I, you know what? As much as I, I was all in on, you know, helping Jordan Love, there's a lot of ways to help Jordan Love out. Another way to help your quarterback is out, out is to hit the other team's quarterback. Let's just be real. It is a premier position, and um, you're right. Preston Smith, uh, another year, probably, maybe another one after that. Rashawn Gary coming back from injury. We love um, what JJ and Igbari, um did last year, but now all of a sudden you've got another premier pass rusher for the Green Bay Packers coming off the edge. I always point to the New York Giants from a number of years ago where they just had too many guys you couldn't block in, a, in obvious passing downs. Wags, think about how many times last year where we could not get off the field on third down. It happened so many times. I lost count last year. It was so frustrating. Couldn't get to the quarterback. I think that, you know what? Going and taking an edge at 13, it's not the sexy wide receiver pick, but it is sexy when he and Rashawn Gary are playing meet me at the quarterback around week eight or nine this season. So I, I don't hate this pick at all. Excited about what this young man's going to be able to do. He's an Iowa kid. We have a lot of positive history with Iowa um, uh, players. Uh, so uh, it's not the wide receiver. It's still a long night. Wouldn't be surprised. Goody's been very aggressive in moving back into drafts and going and getting other guys. This is, it's not over tonight, folks. I'm not saying they go get JNS, uh, but they might get somebody else. Uh, this is a Packers team that's very aggressive on draft night, but I like the pick. Yeah, uh, we've got a few extra picks, obviously a couple picks in the second round. So uh, it wouldn't be a shocker if particularly maybe one of those tight ends, uh, if they start to fall into the 20s, if the Packers jump back up, if they see some value there, um, I wouldn't be shocked to see that. Um, and so what we talked about, uh, we'd rather get one of those tight ends maybe a little bit later in the first round. So if it's not a trade down, maybe it's a trade back up uh, to get one of those guys. Also, you know, let's be honest. Going back to Ted Thompson, 15, almost 20 years, we've had so much success in the second round. I know not every second round pick uh, made in that time has been uh, phenomenal, but I mean, th think about it. You go back to uh, Jordy Nelson, uh, Randall Cobb, um, you know, Devontae Adams, Eddie Lacy, um, you know, on right, down Jennings, the line. I uh, think, yeah, right? Jennings, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and then in more recent years, we'll see, but uh, obviously AJ Dillon, uh, you know, and, and last year, uh, with Christian Watson. So, uh, we've been very active at getting very premium players with elite athletic talent, uh, that can be impact and difference making players in round two. So I, I realized that the first round pick gets all the attention. We always want to get the best wide receiver in the first round. That's just what we are as Packer fans. Um, I think, you know, it doesn't shock me, Dane. Um, I know we were talking JSN leading up to it. I'm just glad <laughs> that we didn't go into uh, some completely other position that I didn't really feel like we needed uh, on this roster, uh, taking uh, perhaps, perhaps arguably the first or second best uh, graded edge rusher uh, in this draft at 13 is never going to be a bad thing in my book. Never. Um, and you want to take pressure off of your cornerbacks. 
you want to take pressure off of a safety group that is going to be um, at the very least slightly different uh, than last year, potentially a, a, a pretty significant overhaul. How do you take pressure off of the back end? You hit the damn quarterback. And that's what I think that this young man can do out of Iowa wags. And I'll tell you another thing um, about Lucas Van Ness. And this, this isn't my words. This is a lot of scouts words. Um, the NFL in, in this draft, it's not an exact science. I don't have to tell anybody that's watching this that. Um, but a lot of scouts think that the best football Lucas has is in front of him. It's not what he's done so far at Iowa. It's what's in front of him. We saw the same thing with, with, with Rashawn Gary, right? Rashawn Gary, highly touted, highly athletic guy. Uh, didn't necessarily have the production at Michigan that you would want to have in a top 20 pick. The Packers took him. It took a year to develop. And now he's an absolute beast for this Packers team, uh, as a pass rusher. I think Lucas, uh, I think Lucas can actually get out there and have more of an impact in year one. I think he's a little bit more NFL ready. And I wouldn't be surprised if week one wags, uh, we're going to be looking at Lucas on the other side of Preston Smith, JJ Anigbari, Justin Hollins pitching in as your third and fourth pass rusher. But again, come week six, seven, eight, they're going to be able to work with Sean Gary back in. And they're going to be, I think, being able to stay in football games, win football games, use their defensive strengths through their pass rush. And a big part of that's going to be Lucas's, uh, you know, um, development and growth here. But again, um, Wags, I promise you week eight, week nine, Lucas has a few sacks out there. Nobody's going to give a damn when he was taken, how it was going to happen. It, they just care that he's making an impact. And I'm really excited that he's a pick for the Packers now. Yeah, for sure. So, um, I know we've got a lot of other comments here and, uh, there's, there's some folks out there that are disappointed. Not surprisingly, there's folks out there that are excited. And that's what draft night is all about. Uh, but, uh, Dane, I think we got in early. This is not something we're used to. Sometimes we're uh, staying up till 11, waiting for the yeah. Packers to select at the end of the first round. I'd rather do that most years than be up where we're at. But it's kind of fun at the same time. We're coming off a, a little bit of a disappointing season. One bonus uh, that we haven't had. Uh, as you said, in a long, long time, being able to uh, get a, a little bit of a higher selection. Um, so certainly that was a lot of fun. And the night not, may not be over, but as of now, unless there's another trade, the Packers have done their work here for day one of the NFL draft. Yeah. So listen, we're, we're going to go, we're probably going to hop off here. We, we've been on Insta live. We're on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Great engagement tonight, Wags. This is fun to be able to kind of cross, go across a bunch of platforms. So this is fun. We're going to do more of this, but let's hop off for a little bit here. Um, maybe this is the night for us, but, um, I'm going to go have a beer. Wags, you have a beer and maybe we watch. And if the Packers decide to trade back up, we might need to jump back on. If not, I'm sure we'll have more commentary as draft weekend continues. For sure. And if we do that, it'll just be on IG. So yeah. folks, uh, just uh, stay tuned over there. It's Lombardi's Legends on Instagram. Thanks to everyone so much for jumping on. As always, be legendary and go Pack Go. go. Pack. Every year I know we're going to go hard. We've been that team ever since Bart Starr. All my cheese heads go Pack Go. Ain't show with no mercy, cutting no slack, no. I ain't a bad sport and I'll leave it with your good luck. Only thing I will say.